Hi there. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Travel Exchange Podcast brought to you by Herman Global, a strategic tourism marketing firm providing inspirational thoughts that are worldwide and worth sharing. You can find more information about us on www.hermanglobal.com. And welcome to the Travel Exchange, another episode here with, hosted by Herman Global. My name is Florian. I'm the CEO of Herman Global and your host today. And I always bring guests to the show. We talked a lot about the last few weeks about the pandemic. And yeah, so ultimately we want to give good feedback, good thoughts to travel industry leaders to see what's happening in the industry. And I wanted to pick something different this time together and really have a conversation about what to do in doing this pandemic and post-pandemic about how travel should look like in terms of, um, I would call it the waste and especially the waste of plastic. Um, so plastic is something that we don't talk a lot about it. I think we talk a lot about global warming, climate change, we talk about other things, but plastic is something that often gets underlooked and what kind of really impact it has for tourism communities, uh, how the visitor uses plastic. And I just want to give some inspirational thoughts about what are the things we should maybe change in the future. What should we what what should we uh, educate to the traveler? What should how should we educate the industry about what plastic does to the community? And with me here on the show, I have someone who's an expert and has uh, uh, dedicated uh, her life to this topic as well. And it's very she's very passionate about it. Her name is the lens of Jen, and Jen is actually a travel blogger. She travels around the world. And Jen is very, very passionate about uh, sustainable travel and responsible travel, which is something we pay attention a lot to, to our audience as well and our, our clients. But I wanted to welcome Jen to the show. Welcome, Jen. Jen, can you hear me? I'm sure. Yeah, it's so good to be here. OK, wonderful. So here, people can see you as well. Um, so yes, um, plastic. Uh, something that we have always thought about, it's an, it is a, a pandemic by itself, right? I mean, when we think about it, it grows everywhere. It's almost impossible to avoid today to have plastic. I mean, it starts in the morning when you even are in a hotel room and you see you go down there and you see like plastic forks at the breakfast table and other things as well. And I want to go into a lot of details to do, but before we start, just tell me a little bit in one minute about yourself, who you are, what you do, and why you're on the show today. Well, um, thank you. Thank you for having me and for this opportunity. Um, I'm a traveler. I have dedicated my life to travel, um, both within the travel industry. I once led the Illinois Office of Tourism. Um, and then when my partner passed away of cancer, I sort of quit everything. I quit my corporate job and I took off and I followed the dream to travel because life was just too short not to follow those dreams. Um, and somewhere along the way, that's when I sort of started sort of dedicating uh, my travel experiences to sustainability because I just noticed um, how much impact we as travelers have. Um, on our on that environment it was really at a full moon party in Thailand. I was standing there in the ocean and um, what was washing up against me was this beautiful warm water but it was also plastic bottles from you know the revelry of the night before and 
I just thought, my goodness, what are we doing? What are we doing to this earth? And once I started noticing the little bit of plastic here and there, I couldn't stop. Just as you said, um, it's everywhere. And I just didn't notice before. And I think a lot of people don't. You go to the grocery store and you pick up your apples and they're wrapped in plastic. Why? My God, they're apples. They have their own coating. They don't need plastic. Um, and But we have just gotten so used um, to plastic. And I hope that right now this is a reset. This is an opportunity to reset a little, um, but I am a little bit worried that, you know, with, of course, the needed and the necessary, um, you know, sanitization that we're going to be going through as we re-enter the travel world in a world of COVID, um, you know, that we are going to be even enhancing our single-use plastic use, and I'm hoping that there are some ways that we can introduce both sanitary travel and sustain travel without um you know, without making things worse yeah no i i think um i think you're on the right track um i mean you mentioned covid and people wearing masks people use uh, a lot of gloves other things it, it, naturally i mean i was just at the starbucks recently um and they they don't allow you to bring your own cup in anymore they say you need to use your cap you go in the grocery store you say, well, you need to use the, you cannot bring in your own plastic bag. You have to use the bag that they provide. And some, sometimes the grocery store provides paper bags, but uh, some of them don't. So, yes, I, I totally agree. I think we kind of need to pay attention to this, to um, uh, like the, the, pla the war on plastic. We live in the United States and, you know, we can say, well, I guess this is a very organized country. We have a lot of recycling in cities and stuff like that. But you traveled a lot through Asia, Thailand, other areas, maybe even some European countries. Describe what you see there in terms of plastic use, uh, trash. Just describe what you see maybe there. <laughs> a lot of plastic. I, I started to take pictures of it as I was traveling. Um, and just, you know, I have pictures of just plastic bottles um, on the side of the road. and. I think you know you noted that we live in the United States and we do have um, you know some recycling programs here, but I think it's important to think of it as a worldwide issue, and that worldwide of all the plastic ever created, only nine percent of that has ever been recycled. Mm -hmm. So we think you know yes, I'm using this plastic water bottle, but I recycle, and it mm -hmm. sort of lets us off the hook. It doesn't. Just because you put it in a recycling bin, even in the United States, does not mean that it's not making it into our oceans. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and what is it, 8 million tons um, of plastic end up on our ocean every year? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, whether we're traveling in Thailand or living right here um, in the United States, I think we need to be really aware that reducing that consumption of plastic is truly the only thing that's going to, to result in less plastic in the ocean. Okay. Do you have any kind of st statistics number, just one number that you say that's absolutely shocking to me? What One number that, that comes in mind with plastic? I, I do have a number that I want to share later, but do, do you have a number, anything that comes on statistics where I say people really should know about this? If we continue on pace as we are, by 2050, there will be more plastic in the ocean than there will be fish. Yeah, that's concerning. So, yes. <laughs> um, 
so the other thing is what I, from a statistics, what I figured out is with plastic is um, any, every piece of plastic that exists on the world that has been produced has not, has not degraded yet. So whatever you produce, I think the shelf life is at 200 years or something like this, sometimes even longer, right? Until yeah. it really degrades. So if you think about it, there's just no way where you can store all the plastic. And I don't want to go too much into the details of kind of what the, 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 the synthetic parts are and stuff like this on, on the chemical side. I want to actually go back to the travel side to see, you worked on the DMO side, on the tour destination management side. Um, and I know that, for example, some tourism departments, they actually started having uh, one person that really uh, focuses on responsible travel and uh, picking up trash and helping the communities to say, well, you need to recycle and stuff like this. But what can tourism destinations, uh, from a destination management point of view, what can they do to reduce the impact on plastic? Any policies or is there kind of signage or training? Or what, what can they do? I love this question. Um, when I was working on the DMO side, when I was leading the Illinois Office of Tourism, I think if I could point to one major failure, it would be that I did not start exactly what you just described. You know, have a person that's sort of dedicated to sustainability. Um, you know, and, and I don't even think when I was there that there was a portion in our website dedicated to responsible travel or sustainable travel. And if I worked there now, I certainly would change that um, for a couple of reasons, um, not just because it's sort of the right thing to do for the planet, um, but also because there are consumers who are passionate about sustainable travel um, and who will come to a destination because it is promoting zero waste or um, plastic-free or, you know, sustainable um, thought process around travel. And mm -hmm. it's a way to really continue that conversation with the consumer beyond one trip. You can continue to speak with them. Um, mm -hmm. So I love what destinations are doing now. Um, you know, I would, I would just sort of encourage um, destinations to consider plastic challenges um, mm -hmm. amongst their partners um, or even just to survey, if this isn't already being done, to survey the partners and really promote what each partner is doing, um, whether it's a hotel or an attraction. Um, you know, it could be a daily tweet, right? Mm -hmm. X hotel is doing this, X attraction is doing this. Um, and I think that that really does, especially since there are people who follow hashtags like, you know, zero waste and plastic mm -hmm. free, using those hashtags is going to open up um, a destination marketing organization to a whole new consumer who's very passionate both about travel and about traveling responsibly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think um, uh, you're, on a, you're on a good track here to see what we can do from a, from a DMO point of view. I'm just wondering, um, how can we convince, like, for example, we, if we live in a small town and we are, a, a, let's say, a chamber of commerce, right? How can we convince the mm -hmm. businesses to say, hey, reduce your, your plastic cups, reduce your plastic uh, uh, plates and forks uh, at, a, at, a at a restaurant or at a, a hotel? Uh, how can we encourage them to reduce it? Is there maybe something, and I always say, that is plastic maybe just too cheap? Does it have to be more expensive to say you have to have some kind of resource here that needs to be recycled or is very difficult to recycle? Um, I mean, what could we do to help the businesses reducing that waste? 
You know, I think the fact of the matter is and that this does need to come from consumers. Mm-hmm. When consumers speak loudly to businesses about something, businesses change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I really respect the businesses that are stepping up early, um, you know, but, but it is it's a little bit on us, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a little bit on consumers. Um, and to, you know, I always carry my own cutlery, um, you know, and make sure that I, I never use a plastic fork or spoon. Um, and those sort of little no's, you know, no, mm-hmm. thank you. I don't use single use plastic. Um, mm-hmm. that the businesses really start to hear that. You know, yeah. and and I think that the louder that consumers get, yeah. Um, that yeah, the more that businesses are really going to respond. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think something that's really nice about destination marketing organizations is that they've always been a little bit closer mm-hmm. to the consumer, the person yeah. that's coming, the tourist. They always kind of known and understood as marketers, yeah. professional marketers. They've always understood that person just a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and so I think that if we can start talking about this sustainable traveler who mm-hmm. is only interested in going to places that are sustainable mm-hmm. and creating sustainable itineraries and promoting businesses um, that are speaking to this traveler, yeah. I think businesses are going to, um, you know, hold hold our hands in sort of partnership. They're not going to fight back. Yeah. I, I traveled um, I, and I travel a lot by, by car. I do a lot of road tripping which this year is probably the year of road tripping, um, as we see. Um, it's really difficult for me uh, traveling and absolutely not using plastics. I actually do this when I say, okay, I have to drive, I have a five-hour drive and I have to fill up at a gas station and I probably have a meal somewhere. If I go from the beginning and I said, okay, so my mission right now is to absolutely do zero plastic, um, I have to be really prepared. I have to prepare for that trip Think, okay, what, as you said, what cutlery do you take with? Um, when I go in the grocery store, where do I go where there's no plastic? That's really difficult, finding a sandwich that, that has, has no plastic with it or something like this. So yes. it, I think it's, it's education on the consumer, but as you said, the, it comes from the consumer. But the, the discipline is really where it all comes in. And I think um, uh, coming back from a, a, like a sustainable travel point of view, we need to we need to kind of really teach our children and the younger ones about what to do and then they kind of get the habits that they take the lifelong on. And I think understanding that plastic is really not a, a long-term solution. This is really, really challenging, especially when you travel because you take one piece of plastic and, and from this destination and transport it to, let's say, 500 miles and, and throw it away somewhere else, right? I mean, if you think about it on a road tripping point of view, um, but I think it's really about changing the habits of the consumers and how we can really, really uh, reduce the, the plastic consumption. Um, but uh, it, it's challenging, Jen. This is, I've tried it and it's really difficult. I, I see that when I use a plastic bottle, for example, it's more of an emergency, right? So you're super dehydrated. Oh, I forgot my plastic, oh, my, my, my bottle at home. Okay, well, you can buy a plastic bottle here. But right. I just think, from a consumer point of view, there's probably a hundred things we could do uh, to reduce plastic. But what is a habit? I want to ask you, what is one habit where you think a consumer can adopt and just follow this one habit, nothing else, and you make the biggest impact on reducing plastic? Do you have any ideas on that? It is to commit to never using a plastic water bottle. Um, And the way to do that is to bring your reusable water bottle with you 
yeah. wherever you go. Not just when you're traveling, but wherever yeah. you go. You just get into this habit of sort of living sustainably and traveling sustainably. And after a while, it does become a lot easier to go plastic free mm -hmm. um, because you sort of have your systems on. When I first committed to not using water bottles, it was extraordinarily difficult. Yeah. Um, but now it is, it's very easy. It's because I always have my water bottle with me. Um, my water bottle you can use um, both for hot and cold. So mm -hmm. I can get a coffee if I want in the same water bottle. Um, so I'm never sort of in a place where I have to use a single-use um, plastic bottle or a coffee cup. And mm -hmm. that is, this, it's easy, it's simple, and I think it's, you know, the single thing that we can do um, yeah. to make a real difference. I mean, yeah. as you mentioned, these water bottles, every single one of them that is made, um, it's they're still here. Every mm -hmm. plastic water bottle that has ever been created is still on the exactly. earth. Yeah. Um, what, like, I understand when it comes to plastic, if you have a plastic bag, you have a plastic fork, you see plastic, and you have a plastic bottle, and said, yeah, that's plastic, it's bad. Let's talk about yes. hidden plastic, where you don't think there's plastic in sight, but there really is. For example, you mentioned paper cup. Is there plastic in paper cup? Yes. Um, for a hot um, cup of coffee um, from you know, Starbucks, not to call anybody out, but let's say you go to Starbucks and you mm -hmm. get yourself a, a cup of coffee, um, a lot of those coffee cups are going to be lined with plastic. So 1% of all single-use coffee cups um, are recycled. 1%. Okay. And enough of them are made every single year to, for every person on the planet to have 70 of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Their life is 10 minutes. Yeah. So if it says paper cup, I cannot even throw it into the recycling because it's plastic, so it needs to go in the landfill, right? Yeah, that lining for the hot yeah. liquid is, is right. plastic. You know, Q-tips, people don't think about that. Um, mm -hmm. Cotton swabs or Q-tips, as they call them here in the States, um, mm -hmm. the, the handle of those are plastic. Yeah. Um, and they end up in our waterways, and yeah. 90% of all seabirds have plastic in their stomach. Yeah. Um, microplastic is the word that a lot of people use. Can you explain what microplastic is? I know, I know I'm getting into a researcher, but um, I just realized, for example, microplastics are these little particles that are in toothpaste, which I never knew. There's plastic in there. So whatever, when you brush your teeth, then the plastic goes into the water. And I think it's really hard to filter out, but do, do you know anything about microplastic? Yeah, um, not as much. Um, and I don't want to... Misspeak. Um, when I think of microplastic, I think of um, as our plastics are um, degrading, um, biodegrading over time, too much mm -hmm. time. Um, yeah. You know, 200 years is the lifetime of a straw, for instance. Um, you know, that breaks up into these sort of smaller particles that also get into our waterways and contaminate um, mm -hmm. our soil and um, our fish and our seabirds. But yes, you make a great point about toothpaste. Yeah. Um, beyond the fact that 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 tube is really not recyclable. There is a new program, which I'm very excited about, in which Colgate and TerraCycle have teamed up, and you can actually ship in your toothpaste tubes, caps, um, mm -hmm. and actually old toothbrushes um, and recycle them. But for the most part, all of those tubes, along with those microplastics, are going straight into the landfills. Okay. Um, since you are such a world traveler and you have traveled across 
countries uh, or states here in the U.S. Uh, do you have any kind of destination example where you say, or maybe business, that you were super impressed that they really take the take on the war on plastic to uh, completely eliminate it? Any examples you have, a de destination, business, or whatever you, you travel through, where you said, wow, this is really sticking out. I, I don't see any, I, I really see the efforts of not using any plastics. That is a great question. Um, I, nothing comes to mind um, at the moment, but I do think that this is because I have not targeted places yet that are entirely sustainable. So there are, once we open back, uh, open travel back up, there are places, uh, hotels, uh, resorts, um, that are sustainable places, destinations. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm a backpacker and a budget one. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been able to target that yet. I'm sort of slowly going to um, make this my travel life because I, I carry too much guilt now. Mm -hmm. um, but in, in kind of the places that I have been backpacking, um, there has been um, just a lot of egregious use mm -hmm. of use plastic, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I think being a minimalist is kind of the solution to this. I think uh, you buy very little, but use that over and over again. Um, and uh, yeah, and just, you know, have a small suitcase, not a large one. I think that's when you kind of most aware of when you use plastic and uh, when you should not use it. So yeah, that's that. these are good thoughts. I mean, where do you think we are heading right now, uh, post-COVID coming to this, uh, you know, do you think people will change naturally to say, I'm becoming more responsible in travel? Or is, are we, is there a lack of education from our, from our side as an industry for tourism that we have to do, shout out more on responsible travel? Where do you think we are after this? Is, is this something to reset the button here to say, Hey, uh, we're gonna as a tourism strategy for our destination. We completely go to like plastic-free, something like this. But but where do you see that? Is there are there opportunities and using that pandemic as an opportunity to really reset the button? I think so. I, I mm -hmm. think the knee-jerk reaction um, is probably going to be that everything is going to be wrapped in plastic um, to keep it sanitary. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I'm, I'm a little sad even now just to see that we can't bring our bags into stores, as you mentioned, and a lot of people are doing, uh, you know, Instacart or other delivery methods, and then you lose control of using your own produce bags, and you end up with a ton of plastic because you just don't have the control. So I do think, and that's happening in my household here, too, we were zero plastic before COVID, mm -hmm. and now we're sort of like, how do we, how do we maintain this um, okay. in a time of a pandemic? Um, so I do think that the knee-jerk reaction, um, we may lose some ground here on mm -hmm. the war against plastic. Mm -hmm. um, but I see a lot of opportunity. I do. I, I think um, some things that we can do that are both sanitary and um, green are mm -hmm. to bring our own cups onto the airline, right? I mentioned bring your own water bottle everywhere, but I bring my own wine cup. I mean, <laughs> I bring my own wine cup and I, mm -hmm. I make sure that, you know, that I'm not using that single-use cup on the plane. And that is green, but that's what it also is sanitary. No one else is touching that cup but me. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that some of these green um, eco-friendly options may 
be sanitary as well. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that we do have an opportunity here. Um, we just kind of have to, we have to merge the two. Mm -hmm. So that's a good point from a sanitary point of view. It's, it might make more sense to bring your own cup or water bottle and that way we, uh, we, have, we have a better luck of not getting that virus. So yeah, so maybe that's, that's a good pattern about the water bottle and anything like on this. But do you have any other example um, that is another habit that you think a consumer could adopt besides of um, the water bottle situation? Uh, For example, this is, it, it drives me crazy, but I see this a lot. And uh, maybe you have an example too, but yeah, I, go in a, I go in a hotel and I, I don't call it out right now, but it happens actually quite often. And they, you go to the room and it says, oh, save the planet. Here's the towel, please don't uh, use, we use a towel, you want to save on water and we only have one planet. And then you go in the breakfast room down there and it's all plastic, right? So, and I just say, this is just not a practice. I mean, if you are a, a, a sensitive traveler To, for responsible travel to say, well, you're saying A, but then you do B, you know? And, yeah. but like, what are maybe habits from consumers besides of the plastic bottle that they can adopt that you think would really make a big difference for our industry? Well, let's start there. Let's walk into the hotel room with you. Um, and, you know, they have the signs that say, um, you know, hang up your towel, right? And we mm -hmm. won't wash it. And you think, great, but half the time they do anyway. Um, and you know, I bring my own towel. Mm -hmm. Um, it just, it helps to ensure that it's just the one towel that's getting used. It's my towel. And I, you know, again, that may actually be more sanitary in the long run. Mm -hmm. Um, so I use my own towel. Um, the toiletries that are, you know, spread about for you to use, um, those tiny little shampoo and conditioner bottles. Um, I bring my own and they are solid. They do not have anything to do with plastic. They are solid bars of shampoo. They are solid bars of Conditioner, my toothpaste are tabs that you chew mm -hmm. and it becomes toothpaste. Um, I have non-plastic dental floss. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, every single one of those items that you can grab from the basket, the community basket in that um, in that hotel room, that can be replaced with your own eco-friendly option. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, do not use those. <laughs> When you do go down to the breakfast um, place, um, bring your own cutlery. So you don't use the plastic. I actually, I don't do this as often, but I'll probably start. I have my own plates um, that fold up. They're collapsible plates, collapsible bowls. I bring my own. Um, mm -hmm. And all of this folds up and exists in my travel kit. And once you get it down, it's really easy to be sort of zero waste when you travel. Mm -hmm. um, you know, other than, of course, and I don't mean to diminish this, but I mean, it you know, the elephant in the room is the act of traveling um, can mm -hmm. have a pretty big carbon footprint. Right? Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it is baby steps in the right direction, and I want everybody to know that um, as a consumer, even as a destination marketing organization, seeking to um, market sustainability more. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Mm -hmm. Every step in the right direction counts. And... I think sometimes it's like, oh, I can't get involved because I can't be zero waste. Well, nobody's zero waste. Mm -hmm. You know, but we are trying our very best yeah. um, to reduce. And once you go down the path and once you start sort of opening your eyes to yeah. that plastic consumption, look, trust me, you'll start taking more and more steps yeah. in the right direction. But it just starts with one. Yeah. So it has to come from the consumer. That's what came out of this. 
it, I do, do believe that. I think the consumers do need to be louder about it. Right. If you can do one thing, don't use water bottles or like any kind of bottle, plastic bottles. I mean, that came out of it as two. And uh, I think responsible travel is going to be a big thing after this COVID. I think um, people will understand and we will talk a lot about uh, climate change, global warming, and uh, there are so many impacts. But I always feel like we, we don't talk too much about plastic, I mean, what I said earlier. And I think it is because um, I don't know why, why, why the world talks so much about climate change. I mean, it, it, it is happening for sure. I mean, we see it everywhere. But that plastic epidemic is just it's just as big of a problem and you know we know that all the negative consequences on the health so mm -hmm. yeah so i think these were good thoughts um and i really thank you so much jen for giving us uh you know just some some inspiration thoughts for the tourism industry and also consumers but any kind of final things you want to say to tourism leaders or consumers what you should do yeah you know, think about little places where you can make that difference. Again, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, an earthquake of change, but we all give out swag. Um, make that swag sustainable. Um, make it be a collapsible, reusable water bottle with your brand on it. Um, I think that's a great way for somebody to not only carry around your brand for a really, really long time, but to also send a message that you, know, you are a sustainable destination. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, these sort of little changes make a very big difference. So it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It can be um, simple and achievable, and that is going to take us far, far um, forward in this sort of war against plastic than trying to be everything to everyone. Okay. Well, thanks so much for this uh, interview, um, Jen. And where can people, how can people can, can get in touch with you? Do you have a website or anything where they can just find out more about you as a travel blogger from a sustainable point of view? Yes, I do. It's lensofgen.org. So lens like a perspective or a camera lens of gen.org. And I do have a list of all of the sustainable travel products that I use. So many of the things that we talked about here today that do make it easier easier for us to travel plastic free. Okay. Well, thanks so much, uh, Jen. We truly enjoyed this uh, podcast. And then also, um, you know, stay in touch with us. Uh, we have more of these episodes. We want to talk a lot about responsible travel, but also for the tourism industry, how we can make this a better world, how, what can we do as a tourism industry and leadership uh, in terms of education for the consumer. So that was a great example with the epidemic of plastic waste. Uh, stay tuned for future sessions and uh, tune in again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to The Travel Exchange and you will hear from us regularly. You can find it online on iTunes, Spotify and various other outlets. If you have any podcast topic ideas, you can use the contact form on our website www hermanglobal.com